Hi, all, and welcome back to Damn It All to Hell. I'm Kelly Gibson, and it is really cold in Washington, D.C. So cold. I love that I wrote that. Yeah, it's, it's totally cold as fuck. It is cold as fuck. It is cold. It's and really I'm Tracy cold. Deeds. And I'm super happy to be back here on January 22nd. Tracy and I, on. like we do every now and again, <laughs> we meet for lunch beforehand. Today was one of those days because whatever, we just needed to get our, you know, our ourselves in check before <laughs> this recording. And Tracy's coming in hot today, let me tell you, friends. I've had a rough 24 hours. It's <laughs> just... And there's know. some stuff to talk about. There's a lot it's of like, stuff to talk about. You know, the best, the thing I love most about this podcast is that we're able to take sort of this concept and translate it into different spaces. And in this last week, it has really, there's stuff happening in politics, there's stuff happening in corporate, there's stuff happening in parenting. And it's really like what we talk about here is not a singular issue. Right. It, it stretches across a bunch of stuff. And Tracy and I disagree on everything. Oh my God. It's like she was yelling me at lunch. I was. Well, I have girls. She has she has boys. I whatever. I I do want to say that I uh Kelly and I aren't going to talk about this today, but uh the moral outrage of things that occurred over this weekend. I just would like to encourage everyone on both sides of the aisle, make sure you get all of your facts. Make sure you watch all of the videos. Make sure you read your news from more than one source before you lose your fucking mind and start accusing and blaming everyone for everything. That's all. On both sides. Both fucking sides. Yeah. That's all. There's That's a all. lot. There's a lot going on. Like and public service announcement. Public service announcement. Just be a better fucking person. That's See? all. See? She's coming in hot, friends. Right. I'm telling you. Fucking done. So, um, like we've been talking about, the presidential race, uh, certainly on the Democratic side, which is more robust and the Republican side, mostly just because they hold the White House right now, um, continues to sort of march on. And in that comes more women. It is amazing that women are dominating the field on the Democratic side. Since we spoke last, we have uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, who's a senator from New York, who has been an advocate for um, for young women and leadership and voice and um, being able to sort of stand up and 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 ask for what you want. So she's gotten in and it hasn't been easy. She knew it wouldn't be easy. Kirsten, Senator Gillibrand led the fight to remove Al Franken from the Senate for some of the early Me Too stuff, which has gotten in her way. Um, but she's she's running full blast. The other person, Kamala Harris, the other woman is Senator Kamala Harris from California, who is just jumped on the scene and She's a woman of color. She's the first viable woman of color to ever run for president, I think. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi, yep. Tulsi from Hawaii is a woman of color. So it is very cool. And all the women currently are being very cordial to one another. Sort of um, when Kirsten got in, Senator Warren said, it's great to have a field like this. It's great. So, Do you think Bernie jumps in? And what do you think this means for men? I don't think Bernie jumps in. He's got me too. So I don't think that's going to happen. What does it mean for men? It means men will have enough of an excuse to vote for a woman. That's what I think. Like there's more women than men in the field. So I think that men can, men have this space, a different kind of space. It's not just a man versus woman. It's many women. It's different voices. It's different perspectives. It's different platforms. It's more of a human choice than a gender choice now. So you asked me earlier if I thought that a woman would jump in and challenge the current president. It would be so smart for a Republican woman to do it. I mean, nobody ever jumps in and and, and challenges the incumbent. incumbent. What if it was Pence? 
what if all this stuff, like there was a bunch of, we don't talk about this on the show, but co- there was all this Cohen stuff that happened over the weekend and Trump, it, it's possible that Trump's in more trouble than he has been to date. Not to say he will be impeached, but he is currently in deeper than he has been to date. So but let's I don't, just pretend. I don't actually agree with you on that. I don't sure. think that's but true. But let's pretend but. it's true. And it's just Pence. Do you think women, do you think more jump in if it's Pence? No, no, gotcha. I don't think so. That it just I, sort of rolls I, over. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to. Who, I mean, who knows? Like, I'd have to go back in history and look at if there were ever, was ever a time that the incumbent vice the president, vice president yeah. took over on the Republican side, and sort of what the lay of the land was. But I don't think. But what? Yeah, it, I don't think it changes. I mean, I, again, I would have to go back and look in history to see if there were were any uh, examples. But I don't. I don't think anybody challenges. Anyone. If a woman jumped in, who would it be? You think? A, like who? Who's if a woman jumped in? If I a, mean, at least if at least Stefanik, which I'm totally butchering your Stephanic. last name, Stephanik. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, is is really sort of rallying and, and coming around? But no longer in Congress, side. right? No, she is. Okay, New York. she was reelected. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Okay. And she is making a huge play for Republican women for leadership. in 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, like for trying recruiting. to get more, yeah, 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 trying to get more Republican women running awesome. in 2020. She's young. Um, she's she's she south is. of 40, I think. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, she was she was the youngest woman ever elected to Congress before this cycle. Oh, like at tw- so she's a, she maybe just be 30 then. In like 20, she must she was like she's probably in her early. I think she's maybe 32. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. So. Awesome. I think it's going to be really interesting to see when there are a multitude of women in this race, how does the conversation around gender change? So we will be tracking that closely here on Damon Old Hell, which we're excited I about. I just poured wine all over me if you're wondering what's happening over here. Tracy did mess her mouth just briefly, I did. but she'll get it back. Okay. So we're going to start with a button today. The button, the button. See, in my head, there's a jingle every time. Um, and Tracy found it, and it seems super interesting. So does having daughters make men less sexist? Why don't you tee us yeah, up, Yeah, so this was interesting. So, again, this was also in the U.K. because everything <laughs> in relationship to sexism is sort of the premise is when male politicians are accused of inappropriate sexual behavior or sexism, they often defend themselves by stating that, you know, it's impossible because I have little girls or daughters or sisters or whatever but uh, there isn't necessarily data to prove that that is true. But one of the things that they did discover is that having daughters makes both men and women more Republican. Which is bananas Right, to me. versus Democrat in voting preferences. And that having sisters makes men more conservative versus liberal. Do you think it pushes because it pushes them out of their comfort zone early? There's no, I don't know. There's right, really it's not backed no, up, but let's just, let's none of this is like, uh, none of this really is uh, gamed out. Right. Yeah. So if they have sisters, they're more likely to be Republican or not Republican, but conservative, conservative which is different than being Republican. And on average, they say that the political right is more likely to hold views that are traditional and or sexist based off of the Rothrell study from 2019, which I don't know is... So I have uh, one question. Necessary. And early, no, don't think that's 100% true. But. Yeah. A first reaction question to you is when you said conservative is different than Republican. Have you, Are there conservative Democrats? Do I think that there are... Yeah. You do? And yeah. it, they, I think there they, are fiscally conservative Democrats, and I think there are fiscally conservative Republicans. And... So conservative itself speaks more to f- 
money than culture. I mean, I think it depends. In my world, yes. I mean, I think being a conservative means one thing. Being a Republican means different. Being a libertarian means something different. I mean, the, the terms themselves are changing, right? Because you have the Tea Party. You have the... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, you have, right, you have extremes on both sides that don't necessarily agree to what the traditional conservative or liberal believes. And then you have sort of the moderates and the, like, that lean conservative or lean liberal. And then you have the just pure moderates in the middle. So my next question is, let's let's take this article just as like a jumping point, like a, like a topic of conversation as opposed to something tangible sure. that we're parsing. So when it says that men who have daughters are more likely to be Republican and men that have sisters are more likely to be conservative. So let's think about that. Do we think that men that have sons don't feel backed into a corner the same way as a daughter? Like you have to make a decision early on. Is that a liberated girl or is that like a girl that understands the role of a woman? Like I'm asking you not based on information in this article, just based on what you think. I mean, I think there's a, I mean, I think today it's very messy. Like it's not like it was a hundred years ago. Because a hundred years ago there were tracks, boy tracks, girl tracks. Right? No, I don't Paths. even think it was that. I mean, I think that there was a period in time where men were more likely to protect women. Oh, like cavemen motherfucking thing. But no, like we're like modern. No, I'm modern. not talking about cavemen. Like I don't think it's necessarily negative for people to protect women as a whole. Like that is not a bad thing. Like on the Titanic, it was women and children first. I mean, is that bad? Like, is that negative that women and children should have gotten out first? To me, to me, yeah. To me, what? You break up families? Like why? What? Because men men don't sink. You know what I mean? Like eh. it's just a standard of protection. Women and men for women and children first. So you always call me out on my bullshit. I'm about to call you out. You can call me out. Call you out on your bullshit. I just don't think it's the worst thing to protect women. Love to say about equal. You know, we always joke about Mm -hmm. equal, equal. You Kelly, you think people are equal, but you, Tracy Deeds, really do think that if a woman wants to be equal to a man, she could be not physically. If a, <laughs> but on the Titanic, what are the men? The men are like what lifting the boat up. They are I mean, physically stronger than they women. can swim to land. I mean, there's no difference in that scenario. Correct, but there is a there there was a respect for women and children that was higher than that of men. Like women were like it was more important for women and children to survive than men. Wow. I don't think that's the worst thing. I don't care why <laughs> it it was better for women and children to survive. So in this case, it's a talking, bad thing. Let's bring it back to the article that we is the button today. So, so you think that your husband and your kid should have gone on a boat and you should have died? Do you think that would have been better for your children? I don't know if we got to get split up. I think there is. I think everybody's going to die in that scenario. Like everybody Titanic, didn't die though. Titanic's like not a good example. Die. Titanic's everybody not a good die. example. So if people let's talk di- about this article, right. let's sure. talk about this article. Fine. Let's talk about men who have daughters are more likely to be Republican. To me, to me, a liberal, feminist, progressive woman that drives Tracy Deets crazy bonkers, oftentimes. It is because a man has a daughter and and his instinct is to protect. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing. Let's not say that protecting women is a bad thing. Right. A man that has a son, their instinct is also to protect. Right. Yeah. His kids. You protect your kids. Right. I'm sure a lot of those fathers this weekend that, went to protect their kids. When we're the not media talking was just trying, about I, that. Okay. I know. I know. I'm just saying. So part of what I imagine this is saying is that. Because it's messy, and I agree with you, that gender roles are changing, not everywhere, but sort of in a macro sense, that 
one, a man who maybe was raised more traditionally, who has a daughter, is is more willing to sort of express those traditional sort of roots, which are more descriptive of what you're describing, which is men have a role and women and men protect and women. What is the opposite of men protect women and women? I don't know. Do what they 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 home make. I don't know. But they. Why do we need to be protected? What's Why the opposite? Is the traditional role that they home make. What's the opposite of like men protect and women blank? What fill in the sentence? I don't know. Women also protect and kick ass and choke <laughs> and kick and right. punch back. Cake and, and eat it too. That feels to me you're having a lot of cake and eat it too right, right now. Why not? You always want your cake and eat it too. <laughs> Why can't we have our cake and eat it too? So I think the interesting thing in this article is a point where men realize, dads, dads of girls realize that you can be progressive. You can be progressive and your kid can be progressive. Not progressive in their registration, not democratic, but like progressive in thought. Progressive, you can do whatever you want. I don't need to protect you. I don't need to like hunt and forage. You don't need to like raise and conquer. Like we can all, the lines can be blurred. We can all do everything. So I think as a mother of two girls, and I suspect I can't speak on behalf of my husband, uh, but there most certainly is that desire and need to protect and we talked about this earlier so my little one was choked at school terrible terrible and uh she came home and I think they suspended the kid or whatever and uh she is seven and I was like you have to fight back and she's like no I can't because I'll get in trouble I was like no if a kid chokes you, you punch them in the face. And she's like, no, 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 I can't do that. I'll get in trouble. You don't hit. I was like, okay. We need to clarify the difference between hitting, like just for fun, and hitting when someone is harming you. Yeah, self And if someone is choking you, you hit, you punch, you bite, you kick, you do whatever you can to protect yourself from that situation. Yeah. And that, I mean, it's that I think is what makes – men more conservative uh, and protective oh, of say their more about children that. because it's not because you're worried for your girls correct yeah because they are physically and but we argue about this all the time how? like how but we are because girls are physically less stronger than boys period at that at the age of seven like we're not working out we're not in fitness competitions girls are smaller and less strong than boys, so you need to kick, punch, fight, do whatever. But you how can does to that how yourself. does that feed into conservatism? Because I think a lot of progressives would also encourage their daughters to be able to defend themselves. Yeah, where where Tracy and I disagreed earlier was that I believe that yes, that Tracy's daughter should be able to defend herself. But I put the onus, the entire weight of the problem, in little boys. And, and parental check on little boys' aggression. I have little boys. I check their aggression all the time. I refocus their aggression. I refocus their energy. I do not let them exercise aggression physically. It's not healthy. So I healthy. think that – so I – listen, I don't know what the defining thing is between liberal and conservatives. I mean, I don't think it is – horrible for little boys to be aggressive i do i think it depends upon their aggressiveness and how they're i mean i so one one day at the in the in the playground they're wrestling with the little boy and the next day they're choking your daughter it's hard to draw they're seven it's hard to drop boundaries just, you're allowed to choke that enough. boy but you're not allowed to choke that girl well you shouldn't that be allowed shit. to choke anybody right. but like a wrestle into a choke is a 
It's a short right. movement. Yeah. So check aggression for your kids. So that's different for boys than it is for girls. For sure. I don't. My kids aren't clearly choking anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like and my boys aren't either, but they see. So right. little boys wrestle. Everyone's like, cool. So this is a good transition to the Gillette yeah. ad, which Tracy and I... Um, <laughs> disagree with and we don't disagree with we don't but i i loved that ad i was touched by that ad i thought it was exactly what men in this country today need to watch well 100 percent need I think to watch it, it. Great. it's a it's a fucking mirror it's a mirror for men well it's a mirror. i don't so i don't think that necessarily wrestling is a terrible thing nor do i think is barbecuing a terrible thing but I think it's great. Of course to not. Dr- Women barbecue too. <laughs> but they made the point that like men barbecue because they were all watching were... little kids wrestling, right? Eh, I don't. So to me, it's fine. That ad good was, for Gillette yeah. for making a thing. My bigger issue is like you go out to make a big ad and then charge women more for right. raises. So that's the next thing, Trace. The, I know. Let's Sorry. talk about the I ad know. first. Totally fine. So the ad was, and for those of you that have seen it or have not seen it, it is a Gillette ad where they really hold a mirror to all the social commentary about toxic masculinity right now. I know Tracy hates that term because she thinks we're all fucking snowflakes. No, but I just don't think masculinity is a Toxic thing. fucking Fine. masculinity. I just would like Little to boys, know what, to- I mean, if toxic masculinity aggression, is raping aggression. women, then okay, no, that's they, fine. I think toxic masculinity is saying that testosterone creates aggression and you can get it out however the as fuck long you as want men without barbecuing being... is not toxic no no i don't think that that is how that is I but barbecue am i toxic there is yes i think you are toxic sometimes <laughs> just just me though um i think that there is some masculinity that and so gillette was like listen there is a we're having there is a social commentary right now about men and women me too never again uh harvey weinstein matt lauer Unfortunately, Donald fucking Trump, like there is a lot of things out there where men treat women a way. And there's a lot of check on that right now, which we're it's the beginning of Dame it all to hell. We're grateful for the check. So Gillette was saying to me, we are a giant corporation that sells a product originally to men about their about shaving, which is specifically about testosterone and masculinity. But we're saying we can be better. The boys we raise today are the men of the future, and we can be fucking better. And I, I cried. Most liberals I know cried. But I didn't cry, but I thought it was a good ad. And then I, the world goddamn like, exploded. Then, because the world always fucking explodes, and there's moral outrage over everything. So Tracy we doesn't love this. moral outrage. So people, just on Twitter, people said this ad is offensive and insulting. I fucking hate Twitter. People said, I, at this, whatever, a person on Twitter, Will Powers, wrote, at Procter & Gamble, I find your recent ad offensive and insulting to apply that men just fight. Barbecue Fight, barbecue, and harass women is sexist, deceptive, and yet another false narrative perpetrated on American people by left-wing loons. I find it more insulting that I have to pay $4 more for razor blades. So then after this all happened, so then Gillette says Gillette says it's setting new standard for the brand to encourage and inspire the next generation to be its best, right? So there's been this back and forth. But then in like a true feat of, of um, journalistic investigation, it was discovered that the women's sort of Brand, the women's part of the brand also sells razors and sells them for more money than the men's razors. Which is why I just buy men's razors. So fuck you, Gillette. So there's a lot I of I don't drama. need you and your fucking pink razor. I'll just buy the Gillette fucking Fusion, which squeaks when I fucking shave my legs. So there's a lot of drama around go to Gillette. Dollar shave. I fuck think Gillette. I think the interesting thing about 
about Gillette is they took a risk, clearly a very big risk. And remember, Nike took that risk with the Colin Kaepernick ad. I did not like the Nike ad. You did. So it said, Gillette, however, may be buoyed by the experience of other companies who have plunged into similarly divisive social issues. For example, controversy followed a Nike ad featuring ex-NFL player Colin Kaepernick, who had sparked many players to protest police brutality and racial inequality by taking a knee during the national anthem. But ultimately, the Nike's controversial ad did not hurt its sales. Counter to some fears, the controversial ad drove a spike in sales. Social right, because only like five percent of people got pissed off about that. Right, but are the loudest ones don't represent the like don't represent a quorum? You know what I mean? Like right. on so both sides. I think Correct. in I think in the case of Gillette, they might have sparked just enough for people to re-engage with the brand. Yeah, no, I think it was genius. On like from a marketing perspective, it was genius. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, like these organizations come out and and decide we're going to do something that some people care about and some people give zero fucks about and we'll see what happens. And I think that happened and I think they'll possibly make more money. I will continue to buy my razors. (laughs) I buy lady razors, but I don't buy lady (laughs) razors because I'm not paying the four dollar fucking pink tax. I think that like I said earlier in this fuck. The pink tax. I, I can I, use a man's razor. Fuck I, I agree. Fuck him right tax. in the air. I, I agree. Fuck the pink tax. It's silly to. Or I'll just go pay and get all my shit lasered off. And then be, I, don't have to do I it, feel that would be more expensive than the man's razor. It's not. Not in the long term. Sounds I good. got my junk lasered. It was oh, great. Oh, Lord. Okay. It's really going south. <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Seriously, I, I recommend that for anybody that wants to. I think, to. like I started the show, I think that there is an interesting uh, application of what we talk about at Damon All to Hell, whereas some days it's really um, pointed towards a section of the world in which you live. And these last couple of weeks, it's been spread out over politics and corporate and parenting and marriage and showing up to work and doing the, doing your job. And I do think that the more of us that talk about all that is better. So... I, I encourage do, I do, anybody that listens, please. Yes, I do think tell there us something has about been what you a, think about all this. I do think that there has been a moral outrage on a lot of shit, and I would just like to ask all of our listeners and anybody that might be listening to this to just take a step back and breathe, take a breath, because you just don't have to be morally outraged by every fucking thing you read on the internet. It is okay. Spend more time with your kids. It's better to feel than not feel. I don't feel like you need to feel that much. (laughs) Like, spend some time with your kids. Hang out with your husband. Make out. Have some sex. Like, honestly, like, just the, the, the moral outrage over this Gillette ad was somewhat... Ridiculous, just like the moral outrage over the weekend, which we're refusing we're to talk about. about. Yeah, but fuck, I do think that that we will we're entering a, we're entering a time where big is going to be the medium. Everybody's get, everything that's going to be sort of put out there is going to be big coming into this next election. We have a we have a controversial administration. We have controversial new members of Congress. We have controversial advertising. We have controversial Facebook posts. Like, but it's okay to just not be morally outraged by everything. It's okay to not be morally outraged by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Like, you don't need to be morally outraged by her. She just has some ideas that you probably disagree with. And I'm talking to my friends on the right. You don't have to agree with her. It's fine. But if you're morally outraged about Damon Aldehill, tell us. <laughs> Send us a message. We would love well, to hear it. That's... <laughs> If you're morally outraged by Kelly. Or Tracy. Because she's you're gonna fucking be, it's nuts. Gonna, it's going to be she's Tracy. Nuts. 
Okay. Wrap us up, you. girlfriend. I love you so much. That was fun today. I mean, we did, <laughs> we just like went for it. Like we just dove in and just fucking Honey, swam you, like a motherfucker. You woke up being being game to go for what? it today. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Subscribe to Dame It All to Hell on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, friends. See you next week. <laughs>